In the morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, welcome back to the latest edition of St. Mark and Bemidji's podcast. This podcast is dedicated to the diligent study and application of God's Word, and I am absolutely thrilled that you drop by today. There is nothing more important, nothing more meaningful or enduring than God's Word. Today's chapter is titled Catechesis, and it builds on the idea of growing a congregation through families, naturally, into the realm of education. A good Christian education shouldn't be discounted, and it doesn't start with a discussion of tuition or finding a good church school. It begins at home, and I won't spoil the chapter any more than that. If you'd like to catch up to us, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to the previous chapters and invite you to join us in the future as we explore this and many other topics. I'd also love for this not to be just a one-way street. Let me know what you think about this study or of the podcast in general. Feel free to send me an email at john.kirk at stmarksbemidji.org, and I'd love to hear from you. So without further delay, let's take a listen to today's chapter. So young men and young women are getting married to faithful Lutherans and having children. Excellent! Now comes the lifelong duty of parents. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the education and instruction of the Lord. Ephesians 6 verse 4. Unfortunately, we have generally come to believe as a society that education is best left to the professionals and that the average parent is unsuited to teaching his or her children. This is nonsense. The child has no other teachers than his parents for the first several years of life and learns to do a great many things just fine. When it comes to bringing children up in the education and instruction of the Lord, let's call it catechesis for short, Parents have generally followed the secular education model of trust the professionals. This often turns into taking children to Sunday school and confirmation classes and never cracking open a Bible or praying at home. If parents do this because they're lazy and shirk their God-given duty, then they need to hear the call to repentance. It is your duty to bring up your children in the education and instruction of the Lord. You need to be reading God's word to them you need to be praying with them. However, if parents aren't living up to their duty because they don't think they can do it, then they need mercy and help. As great a task as it is to catechize a child, it is not a complicated one. It doesn't require a great deal of cleverness, just a great deal of persistence. Luther's small catechism is a wonderful help in catechizing children. Start with the daily prayer section of the small catechism. Luther arranged this section brilliantly in that he attached daily prayer to things that people were already doing every day. We get up every day. We eat every day. We go to sleep every day. And so, he has a morning prayer, a mealtime prayer, and an evening prayer. The morning and evening prayers are very short orders that include the Invocation, the Apostles' Creed, the Lord's Prayer, and another prayer corresponding to the time of the day. Parents can use these when their children get up in the morning and go to bed in the evening. A prayer called Asking a Blessing goes before a meal, and the Thanksgiving, called Returning Thanks, goes afterward. By praying these, children will very quickly learn some of the chief parts of the Christian faith and will also develop a healthful Christian piety. Children will learn these routines very quickly, and routine is key. God has built into children, and into all people, but especially children, a love of routine. 
this is a great help to parents. Say a father leads his family in morning, mealtime, and evening prayers for a week, and then suddenly forgets to do it, or grows slack. The children will demand the routine. This means that beginning the routine is the hard part because that depends on the father. But continuing the routine is significantly easier because the children themselves will call for it. They won't go to bed until they say the evening prayer with dad. There are many other aids for catechizing children, and I recommend that every father consult a faithful pastor concerning which aids to use in his home. I won't offer many specific recommendations here, but I will say two things. First, have a family Bible, and pick a time each day when the father reads from it to his family. And second, have a couple of hymnals in the home, the same ones used in church, and sing from them as a family. Now, there are two things that are particularly harmful to good catechesis in the home, and they are dangerous because they teach other catechisms that are not Christian. The first is the public school. Public schools should more properly be called government schools, because that comes closer to the reality, given that they're funded by the government. Government schools have a certain catechism to teach, with its own commandments and articles of faith. And make no mistake, this catechism seeks to overthrow the Ten Commandments and dismantle the Apostles' Creed. It's helpful to remember that all education is religious education. All education necessarily involves teaching students how they should view the world, how they should behave, what they should consider to be virtue and vice, what they should believe, what they should tolerate, and what they should not. Education will either correspond to the Christian faith and be a great help to parents in catechizing their children, or it will contradict everything that parents are teaching at home. It may be possible to send Christian children to government schools without completely jeopardizing their faith, but their faith will be challenged in a way that is not helpful. They will be tempted to a myriad of sins and will be subject to the teachings of another religion. Can Christian children survive such an education? Perhaps, but we should be interested in much more than their survival. Parents should educate their children according to their God-given duty, not according to what's easiest or what everyone else is doing. If members want to assist parents in finding viable alternatives to public schools, the congregation should consider hosting a homeschool co-op or even opening a classical Lutheran school. The second danger to good catechesis is the screen. I'll start with the television. The television is generally populated with sin and false teaching. Children's programs may claim to be purely educational, and maybe some are, so that families will get into the habit of having the TV on all the time without considering any harm being done. But even children's shows are pushing sinful agendas. For example, blatantly promoting false definitions of marriage and family. More subtle, and more dangerous to the well-catechized child is the constant theme that those who follow their emotions, their hearts, are free and happy, while things like duty and physiology are mere human constructs. And the fact remains that much entertainment is nothing else than watching other people break God's commandments and learning to delight in it. Now, the television is not a catechism like Luther's small catechism. The television does not often state its commandments or articles of faith, and it's more dangerous because so much is implied without being said. Television shows have a way of manipulating the emotions so that we feel bad about certain things and happy about others. And if you have a habit of watching television, give this some conscious thought 
and it won't take long to realize that you're often rejoicing at sin and feeling happy at words or deeds that contradict God's word. The mind may be fully aware of the Ten Commandments and the Apostles' Creed, but if the emotions are enslaved to another law and another faith, how much harm will come of it? If only the catechesis of the screen were limited to the television that sits stationary at home. But how many kids now carry around phones that have unsupervised access to the internet? What sorts of things are children seeing as they scroll through their Facebook feeds? What videos start playing automatically before their eyes? Who put those videos there, and to what end? Where does the knot of links lead? Children can quickly find themselves in the labyrinth of, you might also like, related content, recommended for you, and it's like playing Russian roulette. Not all the chambers are empty, and how long until a child has something lodged in his brain that doesn't belong there, something that he can't get out. And all of this to say, nothing of the great harm that comes from what we might call disembodied friendship. Ten children sitting on benches at a park, staring enraptured at screens, never breathing a word to one another, not even daring to make eye contact. Beware the lying and dehumanizing catechesis of the screen. How does the realm of catechesis apply to the congregation as a whole? First, those parents who are concerned about the lost should ensure before all else that they're giving such concern to their own children. It's a nasty trick of Satan that when we think of outreach, we often skip right over those closest to us, whom we are bound by God-given duty, and focus instead on unknown somebodies. Second, congregations should do all they can to aid the fathers in their midst in carrying out what God has given them to do. All members can offer encouragement to fathers who bring their children to church. Pastors can visit with fathers, pray for them, and provide practical advice for shepherding their households. Church councils can arrange meetings such that the fathers are not pulled away unnecessarily or lengthily from their duties toward their families. In this way, Families will prosper under the headship of the Father as he catechizes his children. We hope that today's meditation on God's Word has enriched you. Divine services are held right here in Bemidji, Minnesota at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Sunday school and adult Bible study is also offered between our Sunday services at 9.15 a.m. Our church services are live-streamed at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings and are available afterwards on our channel, St. Mark Lutheran Church Bemidji. If you're listening or watching this podcast, you are cordially invited to join us in person next week and every week. This is our fourth year producing this podcast, and there is a large archive of devotional material online available if you want to learn more about God and His Word. Visit www.stmarkbemidji.org or look in the show notes in this podcast for a link to this and many other meditations on God. You can also search for St. Mark Bemidji on YouTube to find our channel. If you have any questions, or you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website, which is once again www.stmarkbemidji.org. All scripture readings are taken from the Holy Bible, New International Version, copyright 2011, and are used by permission from Zondervan. Meditation's daily devotional is published by Northwestern Publishing House and is also used by permission. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider subscribing and telling a friend. May God bless the rest of your day. 
Hey there, parents. Are you on the lookout for a fantastic school in the Bemidji area that embraces Christian values? Well, look no further. Introducing St. Mark's Christian Day School, where education meets faith in an extraordinary way. At St. Mark's, we get it. We understand that your child's education should be rooted in God, compassion, and unwavering faith. Our experienced team of dedicated educators are here to provide a top-notch education to students in grades K-8 through that nourishes the mind, heart, and soul. With small class sizes and a personalized approach, we create a safe and dynamic environment where your child can explore the God-given talents and excel academically. Our teachers integrate biblical principles throughout the day, ensuring your child grows into a compassionate and morally grounded individual. Our students are also able to participate in extracurricular activities with the Bemidji School District. For more information about St. Mark's Day School, call John at 218-444-3939 or at principal at stmarksbemidji.org.